All right, you guys, this episode is going to be You Have to Stop to Go, and we're going to talk about the physical heartstring. The physical heartstring is a little bit different in our other heartstrings when it comes to the stop and go idea because the all the other heartstrings, I'm really trying to um, also ground you with biblical truth, like verses that you can go to um, to remind yourself of the truths. And the physical heartstring is a little bit tricky because there's not quite as many verses to pick from to help bring truth back to this physical heartstring. But we're going to give it a go. And what I want to do is I want to start with the lies that we need to stop believing. So we need to stop believing these lies. And then we need to also stop and evaluate the truth so that we can go forward in our physical heartstring. So there's a lot of lies that we believe that come with the physical heartstring. And so I, I grabbed three of them that I feel like are probably the most prevalent that we deal with in the physical heartstring. They kind of hit different categories in the physical heartstring. And so um, just know that I know there's a lot more <laughs> that goes into this physical heartstring, but I'm trying to narrow it down so that we can kind of focus where we're at. Um, for these podcast episodes. So the first lie that we believe with the physical heartstring is that skinny, when whether it's pertaining to ourselves being skinny or looking at others and seeing them as skinny, that skinny equals healthy. And that is something that I think we all struggle with at different points um, in our life that we, we make this, I don't even think it's something again that we're super conscious of. I think it's just something that kind of happens in our brain that we just look and believe that if somebody is, is really thin, really skinny, that they are really healthy. And, and we need to um, acknowledge that. We need to know that that is a lie that we you know struggle believing. So that's the first lie. The other physical lie that we believe is that rest is a luxury, that rest is an extra. You know, we believe that, okay, well, when our kids are 18, we'll sleep. Or, you know what, when I'm finally done with all these classes, I'll finally get some rest. Um, You know, maybe when, when my job slows down, I'll get some sleep. We believe that rest is an extra, it's a luxury in our life and that we, our bodies um, can function without it. We don't really need it. We can function on a lot less sleep than we think, you know, that, all of that. The third lie that we believe is that beauty, whether it's, you know, makeup or doing something with our hair, maybe we color our hair, um, maybe it's, you know, wearing name brands, maybe it's the accessories we wear, whatever. We believe that beauty is vain. And we all know that being vain is not a good thing. So those are the three lies that we kind of walk into our physical heartstring. When we go into that physical heartstring, we kind of, those lies are kind of lingering there. And we want to stop believing those things. And we can stop believing those things because they are exactly that. They are exactly a lie. And they hold us back from being able to move forward in that physical heartstring. So what are the truths that we can then replace these lies with? So let's start with the first one. Skinny equals healthy. You guys, skinny does not equal healthy. Keeping our bodies strong, keeping our hearts strong, feeding our body 
nutritiously what it needs keeps us healthy. That's what makes us healthy. And you guys, I really want to drive this point home. And it's something that I've had to really work on personally because we just kind of think that if we're feeding our bodies well and we're working out, that we're going to automatically be super skinny. So here's a personal story. Um, Over a thousand days ago, I committed to a 56-day workout. Now, I have always worked out. I've always loved fitness. I've always loved nutrition. I've never been obsessive about it. It's something like I work out three to four days a week. I don't eat perfect. I eat probably like okay. I still eat out. I still, you know, have my French fries and whatever. So I definitely am not like a fitness guru, but I do value a workout and eating right. So I decided to do this 56-day commitment, which was an eight-week commitment, and it was seven days a week that you were going to be doing some type of working out. And I've never done that, you know, where I worked out seven days a week for eight weeks. So it was going to be a little bit of a challenge for me, but I was excited. Well, once I got to the end of the 56 days, and I did really enjoy it, and I kind of set up a new habit of working out every day, I was like, gosh, I just did 56 days That's over halfway to 100. I should go to 100 days. I wonder if I could really do 100 days. Well, you guys, I got to 100 days. I was super pumped. I was excited. I did like a, I got a new workout outfit, like as an award for myself. I was super pumped. And at the end of 100 days, I had friends that were like, well, I want to do 100 days. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go to 200. You go to 100. Like, let's keep going. And somehow it has morphed into over 1,000 consecutive days of working out. And I do want to clarify, it's not like I'm working out for an hour every day, pumping weights and, you know, the whole thing. I usually give myself two days a week that the workout's 15, 20 minutes, um, a little bit lighter. I'll include yoga. I definitely do a wide array of working out because your body really cannot, um, it's not healthy actually for your body to have this crazy, you know, 45 minute long workout every single day. It's not good for your body. Your muscles go into fatigue and you actually end up doing yourself harm. So. Please hear me when I say that this thousand days, you know, is consisting of a lot of different things. Some days my workout is a walk, you know, a 20 minute walk, you know, on the road and back um, at a good pace, but I'm definitely not like sprinting. So here's what happened after a thousand days, you guys. I really hadn't changed my size at all. I didn't change my weight. Um, I lost, you know, a couple inches here and there. My weight honestly relatively stayed the same. And um, I was surprised by that. That really shocked me. But I was stronger than I had ever been. I felt better than I have ever felt. And that's what being healthy is about. It's feeling good. It's knowing you're doing things that are good for your body and for your heart. And eating right. You guys, I am on this constant mission of trying to fuel my body the best way I can. I'm trying to get way more protein. I definitely undereat protein in my diet. I don't mean to. It's just something that happens. And so I'm, I'm always working on trying to um, work in those areas and be better. And so being skinny does not equal healthy. So the, the truth that we can replace with that, as long as you are, you know, getting to some kind of working out movement um, on a regular basis and fueling your body well, that's what being healthy is. Okay. So the second lie that rest is a luxury. You guys, there's so much that happens in your body physically when you rest. 
And so would you hold your body back or deprive your body of rest, you're doing damage to your body that doesn't need to be done. When God created the earth, it says in Genesis 2-2, by the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. God rested. That sets the example to us that we need to be resting. We need to make sure that we are getting the right amount of sleep that we need at night. We need to have a bedtime routine that just naturally lets our body get to that place of just falling into deep sleep and rest. We need to make sure that we are, you know, taking those breaks during the day to go get a a breath of fresh air. Um, You know, rest sometimes can look like a nap. Sometimes, you know, I know people who can take like a 15, 20 minute power nap and it just so drastically impacts their day. I have a tendency to kind of trudge through my day sometimes and, you know, fall into bed at night. I am a stickler about my bedtime. I, my body naturally is ready to kind of go to bed at night at 1030. And so I really try to stick to that 1030 bedtime as much as I can because I get such a better quality of sleep when I do that. But rest is not a luxury. God put rest into the way he created the earth. (laughs) So we can put rest into our week as well. And it's important because our bodies physically need that. They are designed and created to have rest to restore. It's just, just like replacing the batteries in a toy. You have to get that. And then when I, when I come up against this third lie of beauty is vain, there definitely is a line that can get crossed with, with beauty and it can cross over into vanity. And we do need to be careful of that and we need to be aware of that. But it is definitely okay for us to spend the time and the energy that it takes for us to, you know, in our house we call it the basics. You've got to brush your teeth, comb your hair, and get dressed. Um, you know, I, being a woman, obviously love to do more than that. I love to, you know, put a little more effort into my hair, and I love to do my makeup every day. It's, I actually look forward to that part of my day. Um, but beauty is not vain. Um, as long as you're keeping it in its appropriate place in your life. And if we look to Esther, we, we can look to Esther in the Bible and, and her beauty was able to be used. And, 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 and she was careful with her beauty. She was responsible with her beauty, but God was able to use that beauty. And he did not come down on her and condemn her for being beautiful. Proverbs, um, you know, we all know the passage of the Proverbs 31 woman. Proverbs 31:22 says she makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. So this Proverbs 31 woman that we are, you know, aspiring to be, it doesn't say that her clothing was rags. <laughs> it doesn't say that her clothing, you know, was garbage. It doesn't say that her clothing was her pajamas 24-7. And I'm all for a sick day and, you know, staying in, staying in your jammies and, you know, resting on the couch or having a slow morning. I'm not saying you need to get up every day and, you know, gung-ho 6.30 a.m. and, you know, be ready to go. But in general, you need to be getting up and making an effort to show up for your day. Just like Proverbs 31, her clothing is fine linen and purple. She was dressed well. She presented herself well. So as you guys look at your physical heartstring, as you stop believing the lies and as you stop 
to evaluate where you are at physically. Use these truths to make a plan to go forward. Use these truths to remind yourself of why it is important that you're you know, getting a workout in your day, why it is important for you to really evaluate that nutrition, why it is okay for you to make sure you're getting a good night's sleep at night or maybe you know getting sleep at night is difficult you've got a little one up during the night so you know maybe making that nap time with them during the day a priority maybe you don't sleep the whole three hour nap but maybe you lay down for an hour of that three hour nap um you know making sure you're getting up and getting yourself presentable for the day and showing up for your day so I hope that going forward, these new truths will inspire you to physically move forward in that physical heartstring.